And I'm going to go ahead and mute you all. All righty. Good morning, good morning, everybody. I um, I was trying to see, I was like, okay, where do I start today? And um, he took me to Matthew's 13, Matthew's 13, which is the parable of the sower. And I'm going to go ahead and read it, Matthew's 13. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat in it, while all the people stood on the shore. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, Some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But but when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still others' seeds fell on good soil, where it produced a crop a hundred, sixty, and thirty times what was sowed. Whoever has ears, let them hear. Let them hear. The disciples came to him and asked, Why do you speak to the people in parables? He replied, Because the knowledge of the secret of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you, but not to them. Whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have even what they have will be taken from them. This is why I speak in parables. Though seeing, they do not see. Though hearing, they they do not hear or understand. In them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, of Isaiah. You will be ever hearing, but never understanding. You will be ever seeing, but never perceiving. For this person's heart has become calloused. They hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn, and I would heal them. That is the word of God. For some reason, this parable, I've always believed there's something about this parable that just really speaks to me. I don't quite 
have all the answers as of yet because there's something about the Word of God that the depth of it, it's just, it's like an ocean. You can read the Word of God and you get one thing the first time you read it. And then the second time you read it, you get something else. And then someone else reads the same parable and you get more. It's, it's, it's the more time you spend with the Word of God, the more you get out of it. When I, when I go way down where it says, whoever has, whoever, whoever has will be given more, and they will have abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. There's so much that's in that verse, in that verse 12. And he says, that is the secret. That is the secret. Whoever has will be given more. And whoever doesn't have, that will be taken away. It almost seems so unfair. But that, but this is the secret of the kingdom of God. You see, if you, if you don't have faith, well, your desires, your wants, your goals, they will be taken away. If you don't believe in God, in yourself, well, that which you are seeking will be taken away. When I think about what my husband and I, what God has done through us, sometimes I can just start crying. Not a bad cry. It's not a cry of, oh, poor me. It's a cry of, I just, I can't believe it. I I cannot believe that on January 5th of this year, I got a letter from the mortgage company that says, your mortgage is paid in full. I mean, here we are to a couple that didn't have, does not have the best education in the world. But the one thing we have a whole lot of, I mean, a whole lot of, there's a couple of things. One is obedience. Obedience to the Word of God. And we're, we're going to obey God at all costs. Always have been. We have a tremendous amount of faith. A faith I, I, I used to always tell my husband, I said, Honey, I wish I could be like you. I want to have the amount of faith that you have. And I've discovered now that, wow, along the way, I have had tremendous faith, but I didn't realize it. 
Do I fall? Yes, I do. Do I get discouraged? Yes, I do. But what I have, what I've kept doing is I always go back to a welfare moment. And I constantly say, this is just a window. It's just a small window in my life that I am going to deal with this situation. It's just a small window. It's not my fate. My fate is Jeremiah 29.11. My fate, I know it beyond a shadow of a doubt, is Jeremiah 29.11. But there are windows, there are states, windows in each and every one of our lives that we have to deal with different situations. How you deal one thing, how you deal with one thing is how you deal with everything. How you deal with one thing is how you deal with everything. We were climbing the falls and have this really... um, wonderful young man, 15 years old, that was climbing the falls, and and, um, in the middle of it, he really wanted to quit, and he got angry, and, 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 and he was ready to quit, and I was so glad I was there, because I, I said to him, you can't quit, the, the, you, don't you see that the end is right there, the goal that we set, we were literally Right, I mean, I'm talking about within feet of the end, of reaching the goal, of, of reaching the top of Dunsera Falls. And he, he had made a decision that he was going to quit. And I said, no, sir, no, young man, you're going to have to get through me. I'm not going to let you go. You have to finish this. Because how you handle one thing is how you handle everything. How you handle one thing is how you handle everything. And quitting cannot be an option. No matter what you are going after in life, the closer you get to that goal, I'm telling you, it gets rough. It gets rough because the the devil sees the end. He actually sees it. But you have, to, you have to believe with every fiber in your being that being wealthy, being successful, being healthy is the will of God. You have to believe that. You can't just wonder it, think it, You have to believe it no matter what you, no matter what, where you are in your present situation, no matter what you've been through, you have to believe that. Once you believe it, then you are able to run after it. And in the process, in the process of of running after it, you have to then realize that to whomever, 
Whoever has, more will be given given to them. Whoever doesn't have, that which they have will be taken away. So whoever has discipline, more will be given. Whoever doesn't, that which they have will be taken away. Whoever has faith, more will be given to them. Whoever doesn't have faith, that which they have will be taken away. See, the, the parable of the, the, the story about the, the servant, many people think, man, that's, so, that's just, that wasn't right. How, why would God give, take away the one, the one, the one talent that the man had and he hid it? When you hide it, it's because you're not using it. You're not using that one. So, yes, God says that he was ungrateful. I can't now remember how he referred to him in the Bible, but it wasn't a positive. It wasn't positive because you can interpret his thing many different ways. One, he was afraid. So he was he was more afraid of losing the money, more afraid of using the money than or the talent than he was of God. See, you have to fear God more than the fear of going after what God has put in your heart. I am convinced that each and every one of us, we know, if we really think about it, we know what it is that God is asking of us. I believe that each and every one of us have this, this voice inside of us, this, 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 this desire inside of us that we can't, we can't put it off. No matter how much we try, we can't forget about it. We can't put it down. We, 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 it constantly comes back at us. No matter where we listen, no matter when we're at church, when we listen to a message via YouTube, this thing keeps coming back over and over and over again. But we allow fear constantly to push it back. We allow fear to constantly push it back. And God, we, we have to believe and we have to fear God more than the, the, the little obstacles that most of the time we put in our own heads. Things that haven't even happened, we think about those things. So... The one thing, I, another thing that I really love is Proverbs 4.18, where he says, the path of the righteous gets brighter and brighter, or the path of the righteous shines the more and more. Again, that just tells you, 
It's not supposed to just be good. It's supposed to be better and better. It's not supposed to just be light. It's supposed to be brighter and brighter. It's a more and more. It repeats. I mean, God, just the Bible just constantly repeats itself over and over and over again. But we have to learn, y'all, to be good stewards of the little so that you then can have the more and the more. This is why I ask cosmetologists across this nation, make a deposit every day. Make a deposit every day. Because wherever God cannot be present, will not be present where there is mismanagement. Because that's just not, he's not going to go there. You can pray all you want to for more customers, for more money. But if you have not accounted for the part that you have, you're being just like the servant with the one talent. You're hiding, you're not using, you're not accounting for that which God has already blessed you with. You have got to every single day make a deposit. Every single day. When you work on Tuesday, you make a deposit Wednesday. When you work on Wednesday, you make a deposit Thursday. When you work on Thursday, you make a deposit Friday. When you work on Friday, you make a deposit Saturday. The only money that you should have on Monday is your money from Saturday. And if you have a, um, I don't remember what it's called, but one of those lock boxes or one of those things where you're able to um, drop it or, 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 or make the deposit via, via the machine, then you don't even have to have Saturday's money with you on Monday. When you make a deposit every single day, you will, you, you will be amazed how at the end of the month you will have more money than you would ever in your wildest dream thought. But because every day you just kind of, you, 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 you're spending. Some of you don't even write no checks. You should be writing a check for absolutely everything that you buy. I know the younger generation doesn't believe in writing checks, but I tell you, it's so much easier to keep up with it. Because the one thing about technology, it, it helps everything go much faster, even money. It makes it go much faster. Because when you're using the, those, the, the, your phone to pay and them cards to pay, you don't physically see the money come out of the account. You don't, it's like you don't even get a chance to think about it. So it goes so fast that you literally forget you ever bought what you bought. Sure, sure, yes, I do understand that. When you use an ATM card, it keeps a record for you. I get that. But I'm just, uh, I'm just a proponent of a, um, a debit card because it just goes so fast. Um, I know a, a whole lot of young people that Taylor has sat with 
that they have everything on their phone, and they'll call Uber and they call Lyft and they and 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 they they don't have to sign anything. Matter they, most of them don't even know how much that Uber costs and the money come out of their account, and they they don't they had no idea that it costs what it costs. There was no management. There was no no accountability. See, you cannot, more is given to those who have. More is given to those who have. If you manage a little bit of money well, more is going to be given to you. If you manage a little bit of money badly, that is going to be taken away. It's almost like having a hole in your pocket. And, and a lot of you feel that way, but you won't take the steps necessary to make those changes. I know it sounds stupid to make a deposit every single day, but currency, money is currency, and money is not supposed to stand still. It won't stand still. That's why you make a deposit every single day, every single day, because if it sits in your pocket, it's going to fly out of your pockets. I don't care how much you say you don't spend it. I'm telling you, you do. I'm telling you, you do. Every time somebody, if I'm at a hair show, if I'm at the office, if I am wherever, and someone hands me money, be it for a sale, be it a tenant, whomever, if that is cash, do you all know I take that cash and I'll give it to one of the staff and I'll say, look, please hold on to this until someone goes to the bank at the end of the day or the next day. I won't take it into my own hands because what? As Although I'm highly disciplined, money is currency. If I put it in my hands, Lord have mercy, that money going to be gone. It's going to be gone. So I want each and every one of you for this, the rest of this month, I want you all, those of you that are cosmetologists, what I want you to do is I just want you to try it. I just want you to roll with me and make a deposit every single day, every single day, if you can't physically go to the bank yourself, then have your son, your daughter, your cousin, um, your mother, your father, somebody. They don't have to know how much money is in there. You just take an envelope. You attach it to a deposit slip. You seal the envelope. You put the name of the bank on the outside, PNC. B B N T, and you tell the person, hey, I need you to drop this off for me at such and such bank and bring me a receipt. And then they'll bring you the receipt. You can verify that what was on there. You can even have someone that, that, that maybe you, you, you do something for them and they stop at the bank for you on a, on a daily basis if you can't do it. But something miraculous is going to happen. You're going to realize that, oh, my God, 
I make a whole lot more money than I thought I did. And you start and you always get excited. I don't care if you only do one person on a Tuesday and you made $40, that $40 better make the bank because it makes a difference. When you're about to go buy a house, when you're about to buy a building, when you're going to purchase a refrigerator, anything big, those deposits on a daily basis will demonstrate that, yes, you have, it's verifiable income. It's verifiable income. And the, in order, the money that, gets, that makes it to the bank is the only money that is verifiable. So I want you to increase your verifiable income. Make a deposit every single day, every single day, because whoever has, more is going to be given on to them. Whoever doesn't have, that which they have will be taken away. That's, that is one of the secrets of the kingdom of God. He who has, more will be given. He who has more faith, he who has more discipline, more will be given on to them. I'm going to unmute you guys now.